Welcome to God is Open. I'm your host, Christopher Fisher. Today's Minnesota is actually going to be a pretty fast one because uh, I've been pretty busy this week. But I did want to talk about some arguments that I do not make as an open theist because they are not as persuasive as other arguments or they're not as solid as other arguments. When you're in a debate, you want to be focusing on your strongest arguments. You don't want to try to make every single argument you possibly can, no matter how loose the argument is. You need to focus on what counts. And one thing that I see open theists do in debates is focus on weak proof texts uh, to the exclusion of perhaps good proof texts. And the one example I'm going to highlight today is the Jeremiah passages in which uh, Certain things never entered God's mind. And so the normal thing you'll hear in a debate is, hey, look, this thing, it never entered God's mind that Jerusalem would start killing their children, sacrificing their kids to Baal or to Moloch or to whoever that never entered God's mind. And the Calvinist will say, well, back in Deuteronomy, he prohibited it, and so he it must have entered his mind at some point, which is a valid argument, but uh, the counter-argument could be made that once he gave that command, then he expected them to follow that command, and so it never entered his mind that it, they would cease following that command. That could be the counter-argument. This could be the back and forth, um, but it's it's all kind of like a red herring. It's It's not... It's not as persuasive as it could be. So Jeremiah 19.5 reads this. Um, we'll start in Jeremiah 19.4. Because the people have forsaken me and have profaned this place by making offerings in it to other gods, whom neither they nor their fathers nor kings of Judah have known, and because they have filled this place with the blood of innocents and have built high places of Baal to burn their sons in the fire as burnt offerings to Baal, which I did not command or decree, nor did it come into my mind. So the, the critical question is, what never came into God's mind? Um, it, it never came into his mind to command or decree for individuals to burn their sons to Baal. If Baal is being used as a substitute name for Yahweh, sometimes we, we see that happen where Baal is is not a proper name God. Sometimes uh, we see in the Bible that Israel had started sacrificing their kids to Yahweh. The Jeremiah passages being the strongest evidence of this. Mark Smith covers this in one of his books in which um, Malik or Molik or Malik, M-L-K, could be a king title applied to Yahweh and Israel had started sacrificing their kids to Yahweh and Yahweh he, he pulls back in revulsion. He had never thought to command people to sacrifice kids to him. This is a decree. This is a command that he never thought to do, which it is a good argument against Calvinism because in Calvinism, God decrees all things. All things that ever happens is God's explicit command and decree. Then for him to say that he never, never entered his mind to command or decree this, that's the opposite of Calvinism. This is a good verse against Calvinism. But if you're arguing against a standard Arminian, it could uh, easily be argued by that Arminian 
that the thing which never entered God's mind was to command Israel to do those things. Not that these things would never happen. Not that uh, God didn't know that Israel would eventually sacrifice their children to Baal, to Moloch. Instead, what never entered his mind was the thought or desire to take this sacrifice for himself. Yahweh never commanded or decreed, it didn't ever enter his mind, to, for Israel to sacrifice their children. And that can be successfully argued. The Hebrew bears that out. Uh, the Hebrew scholars that we consult on the God is Open page confirm that that is probably what's going on here. And so against traditional Arminianism, this is not a very good, strong point for God not knowing future events. Instead, instead, it is good against Calvinists who think God decrees all things. Uh, I'd like to point out that the utter revulsion that we read here does indicate God didn't know that these things were going to happen, but it's just not explicit in the text. So, so although it could be used as a proof text for open theism, it's just not the strongest uh, proof text out there. There's alternative valid readings that make sense in context and work with what we are given. So for that reason, I don't use it in debates. I do not suggest other people use it. It's not as strong as some other proof texts that can be turned to to make the case. If you're debating, you need to use your stronger points. You don't turn to your weaker points and try to make half cases. That's the Calvinist strategy. Everything, Every single case they make from every single verse is this uh, half-hearted attempt to try to just get people to believe their reading of a verse, which is not the only reading. It's not the probable reading. It's not the natural reading. It's just they're presenting a verse and their reading, and then they expect you to believe it. That's not a good debate strategy for rational people. Anyways, thanks for listening.